You can go ahead. You want to say it again? I will deal with whatever you dish out. All right. Well, first of all, I'm going to dish out some great news about livefromthedutchhall.com. If you go on livefromthedutchhall.com and you click on the Amazon banner, you can do all your shopping that you want to do and get the great deals that Amazon has to offer. And a little bit of the money will go to help out Live from the Dutch Hall. Also, if you go on to the Live from the Dutch Hall website, you can see a great uh, coupon from our friends at VG Meats where you have a very uh, very good meats with quality meats that they offer at VG Meats, and they give you a discount. And every little bit of your or a little bit of your purchase will come back and support the show. Again, thanks to the families over over there at VG's for all their support of the show. Mmm, meat. <laughs> That's it. That's all our ads. And they're actually, I do have. I had some uh, listeners who asked me to put a PayPal donate button on the uh, website. So now we also have. If you'd like to just, if you enjoyed the show and you want to throw five bucks at us so that we can help uh, cover some of the costs, um, that option is available to you as well. So, again, thank you to all of our listeners. And this show we're going to call Go Fuck Your Selfie. <laughs> and I have a very special guest uh, today. Our special guest is the, is the one and only, the beautiful, talented, I couldn't be more proud to have her in today. Uh, Dr. Jane Van Dyke is in. And uh, we're going to call this one Go Fuck Your Selfie. And uh, it's only fitting that every week we put up a picture of, uh, of what's going on live from the Dutch Hall. And I think tonight we'll, we'll, we, we have to take a duck face selfie. What do you think? I like it. All right. Dream team selfies. I absolutely hate the duck face. <laughs> I hate the selfie as we'll find out soon enough. And, but just for one time, ironically, we're going to be calling it. Uh, we're going to be doing a duck face selfie. I, mean, I, I want you all to enjoy it. I don't know if I can do it. Let's do it. I don't even think I can do an ironic duck face selfie. It's wrong. Try your best. We can make, We can pull it off. <laughs> I introduced it too early. I didn't give it the applause. crowd tonight here at live from the dutch hall a hot crowd indeed we have we have a great great show lined up for you today here and uh it's one of my one of the treat it's been something i've been wanting to do for quite some time is have in the one and only jane van dyke and she's here today so thank you very much for coming in jane i feel very special well you are very special in fact uh uh you're like one of the most impressive people I think that I've ever met, which is why. Shut why up. I, oh, that was the bucket of mice. <laughs> <laughs> the mice got out. The again. mice are out. Yeah, we have the the bucket of mice always dumps over here in Life in the Dutch Hall. I never know when Charles is going to come in. I can just mm. dump it on him again. Previous episode. <laughs> the technology lingers for a few episodes before I take care of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, it's always the technology that gets you. Yeah, and I set up more technology here today. It's big, <laughs> a big uh, revamp of the Dutch Hall today. It was uh, went through some major remodeling to try to get a little bit better of a design. If only your fans could see it. It is ridiculous the amount of work that went into the Dutch Hall today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we should probably take a couple pictures and put them on Twitter for everyone. Good to idea. See, yeah, or Facebook. The background with our selfies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to take it. Yeah, so you can see the full gl the glory that is the Dutch Hall today. It's looking sharp. 
Yeah. And we have another. Uh, but can I say that you have not wiped a single like table or a single countertop? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that was the last thing I had. I didn't have a chance to get to it today. You gotta Only ca- a woman would see that detail. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly, it was on the list. It's just that. <laughs> Things started to get a little later, and I tried a real sneaky plan today. I just said to everybody, hey, like I did all this work on the Dutch Hall, and I thought, well, everyone come over for a beer, and I invited people over, hoping I could catch a few in the net that would come do the podcast with us tonight, but you know what? I'm just just happy to have you in here today because... uh, you know what? I think we can get a, we can get into some pretty cool stuff between the two of us, eh? I don't know. I'm excited. I... And you offer a pretty int- a good perspective because, you know, I found, and we'll find this with feedback, uh, we got feedback as well, is that uh, I really go off on a bunch of tangents or like what I think is true, but it's mostly bullshit. It is mostly based on no facts whatsoever. But because there's a microphone in front of my mouth, people would assume I'm right, right? Yeah. There was one thing last week that I realized. Um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna just do it right now. There was a time where I talked about taxes and uh, interest. Do you remember that, Jane? Do you remember in the last week's episode I talked about how if you can save money in taxes and save money in interest? And I started spouting off that if you live in Ontario, you probably, if you make a hundred grand, you're likely to see thirty of it, meaning you seventy percent of what you make goes to tax. Yeah. So then I started thinking about. I, I think I shot that number out of my ass. You know, like let's go actually online and do the research and figure out what really we pay in tax. In Which Ontario. you should be doing before. Right. If I was, if I was off. any, if I was professional in any way, yes. shape, or form, I would actually go do the research and then say the fact that I've researched this fact. And that's yes. that's what a credible broadcaster would do. I didn't. Do, I don't do that. I just say things. And so, what did you learn? Well, it's fifty percent. On average, for um, the average family, or I did the hundred thousand dollar example, right? So then it's actually fifty percent would go to to your income tax, and I think that inc- and 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 sales tax. So your average income tax you pay plus the thirteen percent sales tax that you have to pay is about fifty percent, right? Yeah. And then there's also like the excise taxes on gasoline and and booze and, and 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 all that stuff. You on, say it like that, and it's overwhelming. It's and then property taxes on top ah, of it. Yeah. Right. Stop it. Right. Yeah. So you're probably still maybe maybe <laughs> sixty, maybe between somewhere between fifty and sixty. Maybe I was a little high on seventy, but still, it's it's a lot. It's yeah. it's horseshit that you got to pay that much. Yeah. So. That's what, but I did a fact check and I was full of shit. So I had to clean up on that one. I was busted yeah. a couple of times. Well, you're, you always say that you would love any sort of feedback, whatever, positive, negative. Yeah. And like, there's those opportunities where you leave people hanging. Cause you're like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't Google it or I didn't research it. And you're like, you wonder why people don't call you on your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm really hoping for. Like, I was like, geez, I'm just keep saying shit. Maybe I should just keep saying stupider and stupider things every week. And then <laughs> until eventually See, someone says, you know, you're an well, idiot. Right? I don't know. That might not work out in your favor. So. No, no. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think it is the way to go. Uh, it's not much different from what I'm actually doing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what was going on. Charters always makes fun of me about it because he says that, uh, oh, why not just say it? it just, you don't have to actually know it. Just say it. Yeah. Well, but it's interesting week- all the same, right? Like you're like, what are you going to say next? Yeah, yeah. Well, this week's hot topic, of course. Uh, if you, like, I always research a little bit from the show, find out what's going on in the world. I found out if you want to promote your show, you need to get hot tags. You know, so you have to tag your show so that it's something that's gonna like uh, people are gonna be interested in. They're gonna so they're gonna find you, right? So that what's what's what people do that are kind of like vultures that they, you know hit on whatever the hot topic is that's going on today. 
they tag that and then people will search backwards you know if you're searching for whatever the robin williams two weeks ago or uh, ice bucket this or what then this week it's uh Jennifer Lawrence's leaked pictures, right? That's what right. this week's big hot topic is. Yeah. And, and not just her, but there's a bunch of uh, celebrities that got their pictures hacked by like some anonymous group and they were put on uh, the website and and um, and ended up that uh, they there's a big it, it was a big uh, subject of uh, controversy uh, surrounding uh, the naked selfie, right? And uh, there was I read an article on um, from CBC about the uh, Jennifer Lawrence's naked selfie. And it talks about the culture shift and what it's cause it's not just the fact these girls have their pictures out. I mean, what happened was it got backed up to the cloud. I should, should explain for people who don't know. It yes. got, it got, it got backed up to the cloud, all these things somehow. And a lot of these girls even said the one particular lady said, you know, my pictures were out there, but I had deleted them a long time ago. So for the, the amount of effort that went into trying to, you know, get these things from a, deleted files somewhere on the cloud from God knows how long ago when I did this thing with my husband or whatever. It, it's just so creepy to her, right? That was her tweet based yeah. on that. That was a girl from uh, Scott Pilgrim, whatever that girl is, right? So, um, so they, uh, the, the, the whole argument, I, know, I heard, I've heard all kinds of arguments surrounding this thing that if you look at the pictures, you're like helping, uh, perpetuate a sex crime. That was one argument I heard. Like if I was to go on the internet and look at the pictures of these girls, leaked pictures that were like hacked into their phones or whatever, or their whatever, or their picture files that got backed up to the cloud or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That if I go look at that, then I'm like perpetu I'm helping this crime out. I'm I'm like uh, somehow violating this girl's privacy, right? Yeah, but the only reason they went searching for them that diff that hard was because they were celebrities, right? So, and then that's... no one else would care. So that's right. what, I, that, that's what I, my point is. Cause I even like this, the story is pretty like mainstream. I think it comes out on the news in the morning oh, or yeah. whatever. So my, my kids even know about it. Like our, yeah. our kids know about it. Right. Exactly. And it's a good lesson that you can talk about over the supper table. Yeah. yeah. You don't know? take naked pictures of yourself. It's yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. So we talk about it and then, and, uh, what did they say? Remember, do you remember what they said? Our daughter said, um, but they should know better being famous. Like if you're famous, that's even more reason not to do something like that. And, and, uh, I always think, cause me and you are getting older, Jane, that's just a fact. I know <laughs> we're just not as young as we used to be. <laughs> and so I always think, well, maybe this is a generation lost us. When you and I started dating, when I was doing stupid things like taking pictures of my dick, right. Or naked pictures of me running around. I wasn't. Or yeah, or I mean, not taking pictures of your dick because I wasn't taking pictures of my dick. This is the thing about uh, the selfie that I don't get. Right? Is that if you like when when I when me and you like let's say we go out as a family and we're taking pictures, right? right. I would say why don't you let me take the picture because nobody wants to see a picture of me, right? right? And you're like no 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 let me take the picture. No one wants to see a picture of me. That's the way. Yeah. You know that we that we are right. Yeah. And that makes sense to us because like who the hell wants to see a picture of me? So. But nowadays, there's nothing you can see. Like, you can't see anything at all. Like, you can't see. There was just an accident on the Skyway Bridge between, like, uh, you know, the one that takes you to Niagara. Yeah. From, like, Burlington or whatever. It's a Skyway Bridge. Some guy was drunk, and he was driving a dump truck, and he had the dump thing up, and he went through the bottom. Did a whole bunch of damage to this bridge or whatever, right? And all the pictures of the damage were all selfies of the person the picture, like when you're With looking online. the bridge behind and you couldn't see the damage. You saw the person. 
you saw the damage too, but the the fact is that people don't people don't take pictures of what they see. They take pictures of themselves in front of what they would yeah. be seeing if they're turning around looking at it, right? Yeah. But that's a difference. That's a difference in focus. The camera yeah. now me, is me, me. yeah, it's all it's all me, me, me. I got to be in on it. it you got to have a picture of me, even when you're showing a video of something. It, well, if you go to like the World Star Hip Hop sites or whatever, and you show those the big fights or something that they show, or there's something crazy that we've got person on a bus that does something nuts or something. Well, isn't that why it's called iPhone, iPad? <laughs> that everyone's right? so, It's I don't know. I just don't understand. I just don't really understand why you feel the need to take pictures of yourself at all. Like I, I, no, and I totally agree. I'm so not that way. I'm the one that owns the camera that probably should use it more than I do. But yeah, there's hardly any pictures of me. It's about everyone else. Yeah, yeah. But with a phone, somehow with a personal device, it's completely the opposite. It's all about your perspective and how you want to show the world how you see it. Oh, do you think that's it? it? That's what it is. If it was a camera, if it was an actually handheld camera for your that, own personal yeah that uh, is memory that it would take a different uh, you it would have serve a different purpose when you're taking pictures yeah. with an actual like say single lens camera that's takes good quality pictures then you somehow are now focusing a something that's it's a different sort of uh, objective of what you're trying to do by taking that picture versus what you're trying to do with the cell phone. That's what I think, right? Because for me, the camera is what my memories are, what I want to remember, and it's looking out into the world. And then a lot of times with the phone or it's something you're going to maybe post on Facebook or post on Twitter or, or Instagram or whatever. So you're trying to show the world what you see right? or part of you, I guess. And so it's all about you and your world and what you're trying to show the world. I don't know. Right. Something, I don't know. Yeah. And, and I don't understand that world. I, well, yeah, I that's what I was getting at. I don't understand. Because being our age, we don't, we, when we started going out or when we were young and doing stupid things, let's say that, I never took a picture of my dick, but I, but I have been on a nude beach before. Right. That's true. And I think yeah. people took pictures of me because that was funny. <laughs> right. And I don't care, you know, it's film or whatever. It gets around for a bit and then finally, fi eventually finds the garbage. You know, that was as much funny haha or funny weird. <laughs> it was a disgrace. <laughs> The picture was horrible, Jane. The picture was like... The, Either way. <laughs> I was in the ocean. It was a cold... It was the Indian Ocean. It was cold, you know? It's like... Uh, and, and, you know, I, at that, that time, the grooming, like, manscaping wasn't a, as big a deal, right? So it, it just looked like a mushroom growing in the, in the forest. <laughs> it was not a very good picture. I mean, and I've had better days. Let's just put it that way. I've had better days. It wasn't a flattering picture of my genitals. But it existed, and it, if the internet existed at that time, I'd you know that would be horrible, you know. Like I don't even imagine. And yeah, but there's no point, and yet that's what happens with. Yeah, but you know what, Jane? When you were young, I'm going to tell tell a little honest truth about you, uh -oh. you, you dirty girl, and that is why you sent you sent a little bit. Uh, I would say provocative letters to me when we were young and dating, when we were courting. Oh yeah, letters. Yeah, well. Double was entendres a, the, the, and Jane, we sound like we sound like a couple old rock and chair people because, <laughs> but it's true, right? We sent actual letters. You sent an actual like set down right on a piece of paper a letter. You know, like how do yeah. I love thee? Let me count the ways, kind of letter, right? Yeah. And uh, sometimes they'd be like pretty racy. I would say sometimes bordering on blue, Jane, blue. Yes. <laughs> well, if you had a cell phone. 
at that same time. Oh, yes, yes. Right? With a camera on it where you could actually do those dirty things that you're talking with about. With minimal effort. What? <laughs> yeah, with nothing. It's a, it's a fingertip, you know? And, you know no creativity, just a snap of the, or, yeah, yeah and then they come, the button. And then they come out with Snapchat. It's like a five-second picture. It disappears, right? So now people think it's, like, disposable. Oh. It goes away, but then people were um, mm. sc- uh, screen capturing it or whatever. When it came in the five seconds, they could just screen print it or whatever. And then, then those so pictures. So there's always a way around it, right? Like, right. Yeah. This is the point. Oh, I don't. Should I make the point before I get into the story? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually get my point on the internet is this, right? And this is about this leaked pictures, and it's all the thing about gender. All these celebrities got their pictures hacked, and it's, it's horrible. It's a crime. There's no, there's no question about it that it's a terrible crime. It's an invasion of privacy. Yes. And there's a bunch of things that I can say about it. Number one, I don't understand why they took the naked pictures to begin with. I think they. And that's a whole nother, that's a story we'll get into in a bit. But the other, the thing I'm talking about with just the fact that what people have to understand about the internet, what I, what's hard now to educate your kids about when you have to talk about the internet is that the people who understand how to use it, the people who understand how to make it, the other people understand the way it works are very smart people. They're the smartest people that probably exist, right? They're yeah. smarter than the people that run things. The people that run the world are not as smart as those people that understand the internet. And the people who are running things and using the internet know how to use it, but they don't know how it works, you know? And so the, the people who are really smart, as long as they are, are smarter than all the other people making the rules, they're going to figure out a way to get away with shit like this time and time again. So you have to know if you're, unless you're smart enough to know more than these smart people know, yeah. don't put your tits on the internet. You know, don't put anything that you don't want on the internet on the internet. And that includes your cell phone. Like don't put your tits on your cell phone because if you, if you're on your cell phone, it's might as well be on the internet because all in your connected and freaking saved on some cloud or whatever. I don't fucking get it. Do you get it? You get less than I do. I don't get it. But obviously with these few examples that are getting well known. Yeah. This is what you're learning. You're like smart up. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. Where's some sexy lingerie? Well, let's get into this article of CBC. It says, um, the generation of those not raised in the digital media era, that's us, of the selfie, may be shocked at the news of the celebrity photo hack. Not so much that someone would leak the pictures themselves, but that a number of young actresses would have naked or intimate pictures of themselves. And that's this is the other point. Why are they taking the naked pictures of themselves? Yeah. This is the CBC News. It's posted on uh, September 3rd. That's today, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, But it's all part of a new generation that has been growing up with a new technology and has complemented the shift in culture and, uh, and documenting one's daily life, as some, some experts say. And, you know, for me to criticize a person that documents their own life and, ta- and uh, by... F- with photographs when I'm doing it by this podcast, it's kind of hypocritical, I'd say. Right. Right. But my point is, is that the, or we'll get into it. Hey? It says that this is a part of becoming a sexual person in this decade. This really is part of the sexuality of today's youth. And it says, uh, intimate images of dozens of celebrities, including, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the, it's uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Upton, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And it's been hacked, uh, I don't know that Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I didn't think she was as famous as like Selena Gomez or that Ariana Grande. That picture of her. They had um, that hope. You solo. obviously saw. 
Jane, I do These research pictures. for the show. <laughs> I learned when I did that tax thing. I learned when I did that tax thing that, hey, you gotta, I better get my facts straight. So right. I did my research. Very the, good. The, 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 I did, but I, I can't do it again. I tried finding them. I don't know. They might be gone by now, the, the actual See? picture. See? There you go. Ah, they're out there somewhere. But, but the point of the matter is um, these pictures were – you want to go into the different ones? The, Jennifer Lawrence, I looked at her. Yeah. She looked great. She looked like a real girl. Like she looked like a normal girl. Like a, like pimples on her butt and everything. Yeah, but, I was going to say not like touched up. Not no, no, like... no. It's a real picture. It's like it, it was way sexier. It was way sexier to see a picture of her – not on like done up to make her look good in a magazine, but a picture of the way she really is, like at home or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like a great looking girl. She's real young and, and the, looks really young in the pictures. Like I felt a little bad about that. But then you see some of them, like the ones with Selena Gomez, they were just like, uh, they were more artsy. Like she was taking a picture, you could just see her lips and then you could see like her um, boobs or whatever. And then they had this, this some creep had like, um, uh, did a split screen of like her with in another like scene from one of her shows or something with moles and then showed this picture and how the moles line up like they're Weird. the same the same moles so it's got to be the same girl but um i don't know but you see like some of them look like they're more like artsy or tastefully done or some of them were like intimate with the with their boyfriend or their spouse or whatever you know like there was a whole bunch of stuff all in all, I just say, like, I mean, Kate Upton, Kate Upton, like, uh, she's a swimsuit, a sports illustrated swimsuit model and an actress. And she's, she's like, uh, pretty much naked all the time in all those pictures. Yeah. So when I saw her naked in that picture, and I, I just thought I had seen it a hundred times. Like, I never really thought anything of it. But the, I never saw her actual nipple until that picture. I've seen everything but her nipple. So now I've seen her nipple. <laughs> so my life is complete, right? Now they've seen that little piece of pink flesh. It's like, okay, I'm good now. Like I got Kate Upton checked her off. But I, I don't. I mean, I don't think I don't really see the big deal in it, to be honest with you. Like I mean, the pictures got like they are only. Yeah, a, but it's a loss of privacy, I guess, right? Oh, it's horrible! It's, it's horrible! Yeah, yeah. The, the fact of the matter is, though, I, I don't know if I agree with them perpetuating a crime or whatever for being like a horny guy who just wants to see a naked picture. Like I know it's a bad thing, but it's like oh, you know if we. It's like these, I don't know. It's like, uh, I feel a little uh, torn about it. Like, I know they're real people and I know that their privacy has been, been, uh, compromised, but I'm always so skeptical of them. Like, I always just say like, are these, these, these uh, got tongue tangled there. <laughs> Do these people all like have the same agent or the same publicist or the same something or other? And this is all just some cooked up scheme to get their tits out there so that People talk about their new movie well, or something. Is it, what, was it one organization or whatever that uh, was able to hack into all these photos? Yeah, it just it was just probably some guy. They yeah. call it anonymous. What they do is they call everything to do, everything about some guy on the internet that tries to figure shit out. Because they'll never know. They'll never be able to figure out who did this. Well, no, they'll, they'll probably figure it out and they'll probably bust this guy. Then oh, yeah. I think they're putting. I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. They have busted people in the past. They figured it out. Yeah. It, I think Apple is the big one. I mean, this is the first big breach of the cloud that I'm aware of yeah. for Apple. And, and they're going to be wanting to make sure that they have some sort of corrective action on this. Right. And that's the thing. This is a crime it, that really it's it's going to be people have so much of their privacy, so much of their life, so much of their finances, so much of everything. Yeah, their identity exactly. is all stored on these servers and on the cl cloud and all the stuff that they don't know. Yeah. Even the people who are like hardline people who say, you know, I don't want to have 
any web banking. I don't want to do any, like, I don't want to even have a bank card. You know, I, you know, I, I sh if you have a visa at all and you've shopped anywhere, you're probably in the, you're probably online. Like that information is online. You think it's because you just put it through the machine or whatever, but a lot of those people are integrated online. Your, your stuff's out there, whether you think it is or not, yeah. like even your banking information, it's all, it's all well, There's accessible. so many stories of people getting hacked and, and their visa information taken and, you know, they're having to cancel their cards and you just never know. Yeah, Whether yeah. you're famous or not. Yeah, yeah, that's a risk. So the the, yeah. the thing is, when something like this does happen, that's high profile, and it and it relates to the rest of us that say all of our information could be at risk, then there needs to be some sort of corrective action. Like the guy who, if the guy does get caught, he should be punished like for the by the full extent of the law, right? To, yeah. to make sure that there's an example that if you're gonna fuck with people's privacy and you're gonna like use your smart use your powers for evil instead of good. Yes. Then you should be punished, right? And that's the thing. This guy is probably not even a perv. He's probably just some money-hungry prick who wanted to sell it to whatever trash yeah, would buy exactly. it or whatever, you know? And he's smart enough to be able to figure the shit out. And then it's true. You can look it up from so many different angles. Like, they shouldn't be taking these photos to begin with. This guy shouldn't be um, trying to search for these photos through private information. And, uh, yeah, it... it it becomes such a interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. It says a number of the uh, a, a number of young female celebrities would take naked selfies. Should not surprise anyone," said uh, Dr. Pamela Rutledge, a media psychologist and director of Media Psychology Research Center. They're in a different kind of standard uh, of how you feel about your body. I'm not saying uh, in a flaunting, sexual, aren't I a swell kind of way. But just kind of how you feel, how you relate to the asset. The motive behind taking the pictures may vary. Uh, whether the images themselves are made, whether the images are made for themselves or to be shared with their significant others. Winstead, for example, lashed out at anyone looking at the photos, saying uh, she took uh, she took those pictures with her husband in the privacy of their own home. Which I understand, you know. But the thing is, too, this is the guy, this girl's, this Winstead girl, her husband. Um, banged her right like they had sexual relations right yes and he was in the room with her right right so like that's that's the good thing like that's what you should be concentrating on yeah like what what's the need for the to bring documentation into it like why do you have to document that process i don't get it yeah well i don't know maybe watch it again when they they're not together to me, having a sex tape is like making a, as like having a tattoo. It's like getting a tattoo, you know? Why? Maybe. Because it's like a permanent thing. I don't think you, you can say you're going to delete it or hide it in a certain place, but eventually you're going to lose it. It's going to just surface somewhere, right? Well, there's that movie about that with uh, um, Jason. What well, was that one about? Them? Well, it's somehow they 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 uh, released the sex tape. I think they, yeah. they like email it out or something. Yeah. But even if you just like, even in the VHS days, you'd get like a video, a, a big one of those big video cameras, put it on your shoulder, put a VHS tape into it, right? Click it, click it, uh, close, <laughs> right? Have a friend sit there in the room. <laughs> no, you set it up on a big tripod or something, oh, or maybe right. on the dresser, <laughs> put it on the, on the windowsill or something. I don't know. And then you hit record. Even though Bob asked really nicely if he could, rec you know, no, 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 we got a tripod. Who's Bob? I don't know. 
Bob's just some pervert you made up. <laughs> yeah. This is the pervert that we made up that's going to yeah. gonna film us making love, Jane. So, uh, His name could be Dick. <laughs> Maybe. No. No. <laughs> well, I would want you to get a female. I would get a female uh, videographer. I think ah. she'd be better, better suited. That would be my opinion. But uh, my vote, if we, we're not doing it. By no, the way, no. it's like a tattoo. I don't have a tattoo either, but <laughs> nothing against people with tattoos. I just don't have one because I can't make my mind up on something that permanent. It's, I, I, I'm too neurotic. I would just keep changing my mind. I well, guess. we agree then because it's just wrong. I could never be comfortable with the decision I made because it's too permanent. I, I would get the only thing I would get tattooed, honestly, seriously, is my wedding ring because it's more permanent than my wedding ring. And if I got, if I could get my wedding ring tattooed on my finger, then I wouldn't have to wear this piece of jewelry because I don't like wearing jewelry. But the, and it it scars you. But and it's a it, you wouldn't have a way to open beer bottles. That is correct. That's why I haven't done it. <laughs> That's why I haven't done it. Yeah. So I do use the for opening beer bottles. That is the best thing in the world. And I have the cheapest ring. I have the cheapest ring. Ten, ten karat gold. Ten gold. And it Hardest op- gold. It opens beer bottles perfectly. And it's only slightly oval now. Yep. And a little bit of there's some teeth marks in there from the beer cans. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so nice, Jane. Thank you for that gift. So, uh, anyways, they're saying that uh, there's a lot of reasons why people take it. One is because maybe that's just so accessible to them that it's in their hand. We talked about that. Some say that they just want to have. Um, they're just people are just more interested in their self-image and they're more interested in their um, in the way they look and they just want to take cat if they look hot if they feel they look really good they just want to take a picture of it to encapsulate how good they look, right? Yeah. They say like I, used- I get that as we're getting older. Yeah, because you want to be able to know that at one point in time you used to be hot. That you used to be like a yeah. real, a real like um, sp- spectacle, a real specimen. You know that you used to have your shit together. Yeah. My my rebuttal to that one is then why don't you just take a picture of yourself in you know a bathing suit, sexy bikini, or a, a nice uh, summer dress, which is always very sexy. Or if you look around my room and a lot of these pinup girls. They're always dressed, uh, you know, somewhat provocatively, but still classy, unlike the, you know, just being right. like nude with your buttock uh, spread open or something like that, like some dirty thing like that. It's, there's no benefit to that. To each his own, though. What? Well, you know, and that's the thing. This article makes it look like, and this is probably written by a person who's around 42. I don't know who, who this person is. I'm just going to go out and say it without research. That's even better. But uh, they, but the, what they don't know is that uh, there's a lot of kids out there who grew up with this technology who don't take pictures of their of their privates and they don't send it up. Like right. I I just had a, a young guy in his 20s in here tonight that came in to visit, and I asked him, "Have you ever taken a picture of your dick and sent it to anyone?" Thinking this guy's in his early 20s, he's cool. He's lived a, young. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he's been exposed to that technology for as long as he can remember. It's been accessible to him. Any of the dumb you know, coming of age type of things where you're fooling around with girls and learning all that stuff. Yeah. And all that stuff, he's had the technology accessible to him that he could have shown, sent a picture of his dick to some girl. Right. right. But he didn't do it. He said, never, never did it. So I said to him, well, have you gotten naked pictures? And this is a guy like he's, this is a handsome man. Just so I, I'll tell you right now, he's okay. a handsome man. This is a charming man. Half your age. He's 24 years old. Nice. Handsome and charming. Jane. Sorry. Handsome and charming. Like, this is not a guy and hip to the jive. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Yep. To the he's he's not he's not a he's never sent or received. (laughs) What? He's never sent or received. He's never received one. Never sent one. And I said, why? He says, well, it's stupid. He knows better. That's the thing. There's people out there that know better. There's still. It's just. It's not that the technology being accessible to everyone has made everybody turn into these narcissistic whores who just like to take naked pictures of themselves and send it off to whatever guy they're interested in that day, give them a permanent record of them, even after they break up or things don't work out or whatever, you know, this is, uh, this is just an element of the population. And for some reason, a lot of these celebrities are falling into this element of the population because surprise, surprise, these celebrities are narcissistic, self-focused, uh, you know, people who just are obsessed with themselves looking good or being hot or they, 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 they're in an industry where they become sexualized anyways. They they are probably comfortable with being sexualized, so they send naked pictures because that holds currency to them, right? Right. They don't think they're doing it on their substance as a person with their own ideas because they don't have it. They're pretending to be somebody else all the time, you know? So we shouldn't be surprised that these people are shallow enough to take naked pictures of themselves. Right. All I'm saying to the listeners of Life from the Dutch Hall is have a little bit more self-respect in yourself. Stop taking naked pictures of you. But if you are going to take naked pictures, send them to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com and let me have a look at them and I'll let you know what I think. Because I always like doing research for this issue. <laughs> I don't know. You sound pretty negative about the whole situation. So uh, I don't know if they Well, I just think it's a bad decision. I just don't think we have to make any more bad decisions. You know what I like, though? Is a is is a provocative picture, you know. It doesn't have to be like Side Boob Sunday. Doug Benson does Side Boob Sunday. Yes. On Twitter, and I love Side Boob Sunday. I follow Doug Benson, and every Sunday I get some girls that show pictures of their side boob, and the ones that I end up there are ones where people just show naked boobs, and I always am disappointed. What you want to do is have a girl who's showing, who's holding her boobs, like he's, she's maybe topless or whatever, and she's holding her boobs, so you can't see anything, but you can see the side like flesh meat of her breast. Yeah, but what about the surprising little, you know, dress? And then it just like kind of, oops, didn't realize I was showing that much. I remember one time I went to Tim Hortons and I went in a, um, there was a girl, she was average looking, you know, Tim Hortons, a coffee place, average looking girl. Yeah. And um, she just went over to reach to, you know, put the lid on my coffee or whatever. And the way that her shirt, it was a button-up shirt, the way that it opened, you could see, like, through into her shirt, and you could see her her broad boob, you know? Right. I was I was a younger man at the time. But I remember thinking, that's better than any pornography because I wasn't supposed to see it, you know? Like, it wasn't right. easy for me to see. I got a little glimpse of it, right? Like, that was the, a the stolen peak. glance, right? Yeah, stolen on, glance. On its own merits, you couldn't sell it. You couldn't sell that to anybody, you know? Like, there was no value in that little cotton bra covering up the, you know, solid, maybe a six that was working at Tim Hortons with a hairnet on, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like there's nothing really overtly sexual, but the fact that I saw something I wasn't supposed to see, it was like, you know, that was what was interesting about it. You know, it was like, if the girl was just being real overt or like thrown in your face or whatever, being real slutty about the whole thing, like I that would well, be kind of that's what I want to hear from listeners. I think uh, is that is that more exciting than let's say watching porno or whatever? Is it you know like the the stolen glances? You know, and if there's any exciting stories, that would be really cool. From uh, about stolen glances from yeah. people. Yeah. 
And then if there's any stories and then whether they appreciate that or whether they like, you know, good old, uh, I don't know. Performances. I used to make a. Uh, I was a, a real creepy young man. Like when we met Jane, when we were both young teenagers and we met each other, uh, I was as creepy as they came. Like I was just such a. You know, I don't know. I think all teenagers. So, but boys you didn't are, get any stolen glances from me though. Like I was a prude, right? I was like. Yeah, you were a prude. You were a prude. Yeah. But but I went to a Catholic high school where ah, girls wore kilts. There you go. And I would I would make it my mission. Like I feel sorry if any of the girls I went to school with are listening to this. But I would make it my mission every day to at least see one girl's pair of underpants. And I remember yeah. we had a new addition to our high school at the time. And there was uh, it was a two-floor cafeteria. That a second floor in the cafeteria. And I remember as Man. soon as they let us go in the first day, me and my dirtbag friends yeah, all ran, ran to the table that was right underneath the stairs. Under the stairs? Yeah. Go figure. And it was great. You'd eat your sandwich. you have your drink box. Maybe a, a pack of fruit snacks, and then girls would just come walking down the stairs, and you just keep looking up their their kilts and your mirrored glasses that you happen to be wearing in no. the cafeteria. <laughs> I would just be no, no. I'd just be like just yeah. creepy, st- starey eyes. Yeah. Like the, we were, we were just so unapologetic about it. The girls figured it out eventually. It became so. How come the jocks didn't sit there and instead of you guys? Because they were sidetracked with the fact that they probably were getting girls. They they were actually ah. distracted. With the fact that they actually got girls, they could actually touch them and do stuff with those girls. We just like thought about ways to like get material. You guys were smart. <laughs> you guys were nerdy smart, and you were like, "Hmm." We were just fantasy. We had no, we had no real tangible plan on how we were going to get a girl. <laughs> just the stolen glances. Right, right. I, I had very bad luck with women, <laughs> especially grade nine and ten was terrible. I only asked a girl. I think I asked. I asked one girl a prom. She said no. And then uh, I don't know if I even asked a girl on a date where she said yes. I think I got shot down every time. Like I was just real, I was on a real run of bad of uh, rejection. eh? So I lost my confidence at an early age. I think if I had a couple success stories in there, it might have changed my path completely if I would have just known. So it's uh, probably best that we didn't go to high school together. Oh, man. If we would have went to high school together, there'd be no chance we would be together, Jane, because you would realize how much of a loser I was. And those days, and we were so different. We we are we were so different. I I think you would have just thought of me as being not a person you would be interested in, and I think it would probably be the same with me. Like, if you were in my school doing the stuff you did, like, and for the people at home to listen, my my wife is, um, and this is great because we're having you on. It leads us into me interviewing you, <laughs> and uh, my wife has always been a great success. She's a super intelligent woman. And she's always, everything she's focused her energies on, she's done very well at. Is that fair to say? Well, I, I focus my energies. I'm like. You're a driven person. I go hard. Yes. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You're a very driven person. You're very smart and you're, and you're, you succeed at what you do. You're, you're, uh, and you're, and you're, you're a loving, kind person. You're not using your powers for evil. You're using them for good. Right? Right. I'm very proud of you, Jane. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> So I'm feeling very uncomfortable. You don't like all the praise, right? No. Well, that's true. So when you were young, when you were a young woman in high school, you were like an overachiever in that too. You're kind of like a uh, top of the class type of girl uh, in all the clubs and all the sports teams, like really like on one of those overachievers. Is that a fair assessment of who you were? 
Yes. You're on. I always I always cite you went to a school. Your school colors were blue and gold, and you were on the blue and gold society. That one really always blows my mind. The blue and gold society, right? I don't even know what the hell that means. You were like the spirit committee, like you were yeah. the pep rally people, right? Is that what you did? Yeah. You see, to but me, to me, that in my high school experience, that stuff was horrible, taboo. Like I yeah. hate if 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 there was a way to get out of if I was going to skip anything, it would be skipping the pep rally, like skipping the part where we all got together and did the same chanting and stuff like that. It just always really turned me off. It was always like, you're trying to make me feel a certain way. I don't want you to do, I don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. Where you were happy to like be a part of that stuff like, yeah. be, be a, and even be a big part of it. Like take on extra work to be, make yeah, sure yeah. pull it off. Like, extra. It was just, yeah, good. Yeah. Where, wherever you could see what you want to do and do more and like this is cool and this is cool and this is cool and let's do that and let's do that and let's do that yeah, yeah you call that cool you call that cool i don't call any of it cool well, yeah. and i i really wasn't cool but in my mind yeah and you, yeah well you were doing well and, and you were you were successful in every aspect of all the things you tried to do right. like so it was you were doing well yeah you did the right thing i think you're you know the, what i the... actually got a chuckle i think from the uh the yearbook photographer because it would it would there would be the one day where they'd take all the club yeah, yeah. photos and then you just hung out with them <laughs> all day i'd come down and i'd be like what you again? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, got out of this class, got out of that class, got out of this class. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in every single club. I remember I got into two. Uh, I still didn't make the yearbook, I don't even think, even those club pictures. United Nations was the only thing I did, and that was to meet girls, and that's how I met you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, ridiculous. We that Like was... our high schools used to do a mock United Nations assembly where you were assigned different uh, countries. And uh, the, the, when we were, I think we were, yeah, it was 16 or so, like grade, probably the 11th grade. And, uh, we were, I was assigned Canada. I had to represent Canada at the United Nations and you were Algeria. Is that correct? Yes. And then, uh, and I saw you and there was a, a golden light around you. Remember? I, yeah. There was well, a, a ditto for me too. It was like, we were the only guy in the gym. <laughs> Oh, I remember my outfit too. It was a really, it was a really bad outfit that I was wearing. Well, it was just your uniform. No, oh really? Yeah. I had one pair of clothes though. I moved in that same weekend or whatever. Oh. I had a pair. Like the thing is, I had a high school uniform, right? And I didn't give a shit about my clothes at all. Like I had nice clothes if you had to wear them to a we like a wedding or you know like a yeah. function or something or church. You know, you'd wear like regular clothes. So I had nice clothes. But I didn't have any like casual clothes because there was no real reason to do it. I'd work clothes. Right. I'd work on the farm and then I'd go to school with and my they were school pink uniform. Your mom stained them on the stain. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd work clothes. Yeah. Because we got dirty. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So that's all. I didn't have. So I remember I had to wear this sweater. It was like a big sweater. It had like leather um, elbows. Yes. Remember? I remember that sweater. It was like a beige knit sweater and had these totally. like leather patches on the elbows. Yep. And uh, I was wearing like khaki pants or some stupid thing with it right and i remember getting like hacked on by people because i was dressed like an idiot right but i didn't know any different because i had no sense of style or gave a shit at all like i just right. knew that it was a shirt i got for christmas or something you know it would all look the same color it should be fine you know yeah i don't know what i'm doing still don't know what i'm doing if i didn't have you i wouldn't know i would i would uh i would probably look like i needed uh help across the road <laughs> <laughs> People actually saw me dress myself. 
even get my hair cut. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to get my hair cut. I don't care. Like, they ask me a question, like, what do you want done with your hair? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. You should call my wife. Like, ask her what I want done with my I hair because I could care like, less. I just trust Abby. Whatever. Whatever. I don't I know. like it. So that sounds like I'm pussy whipped, right? That sounds like I'm pussy whipped. Yeah. That I'm, that I'm, that I don't, but I just don't care about that part of it. Like, you seem to be more interested in the way I look than I do. Don't, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. So I'll just give that to you then if I don't care about it. Exactly. <laughs> tell me what you want. Right. I'll do it. That's but I have all, limits. A... Like, I'm not going to do something too gay. Like, if you told me, like, oh, I love... Uh... Frosted tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you said, like, oh, you want to frost my tips. Or if even if you want even if you want to dye my hair. Like, if I'm my, my gray's coming in, it's just going to come in. I'm just yeah, going to yeah, yeah. age. And... and I know your limits. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to do this shit like that. No. We've been together long enough that... <laughs> I'll pull out the mad scientist eyebrow hairs. That's what I will do. That very good. And uh, I've made some concessions to try to groom myself a little bit. Yes, I'm on nose hair clipping duty and ear do, ear hair and all the gross things that happen to you when you get old. Yeah, I'm on that duty. So we were talking about what was I saying when you were talking about how great you were? I was making the point. Oh yeah, blue and gold. There, so me being a loser in high school. Uh, who didn't do any of that stuff and seeing you doing everything, I would have probably thought this girl wouldn't like, I, I wouldn't have thought you as ever giving me the time of day, you know, like that. I, or that you wouldn't like me because we're so different. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, if, if the, if the way I could spend time with you was be doing all that stuff that you were doing, like all those extra things. Too exhausting. I would have been like, no, I don't have the time to do that, you know? So this way worked out great. Like I could, whenever I saw you, I saw you and you're still doing that whole program. And then I, I got to stay away from it all. And then you could think I was something different than I really was. Right? Yes. So separate high schools was good for us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we wouldn't have gotten along. And separate universities. Yeah, we did that. Well, that's hell, a, we could have lived totally different lives, right? It was just little snippets that we got of each other. Well, that's appropriate, though, for that age, isn't it? Like, for, I think so. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to end up doing something like crazy, like marrying your high school sweetheart before you have any experience with what else is out there in the world, then you should probably try to concentrate yeah. somewhat on like living an independent life before you... Oh, absolutely. You know. And then we tried doing that. We were totally conscious of that all through yeah, yeah. Uh, university, I guess, more so. In high school, we were smitten with each other. But then, no, no, when, when we went to university, when we are going away to university, and I got some good advice from my dad one time saying that, uh, you know, you better make sure if you marry your high school sweetheart, you know, make sure it's the right thing. You should probably, you know, not to try to, you know, not get into it too deep until you realize that you've had your own life, you know. Yeah. And then so I, that we made a conscious decision that when we went away to university, one, one, we made the decision not to go to the same school. Yes, exactly. And then two, we made the decision to break up when we went to school so that we could live our own lives. And if it was meant to be, you know, like, you know, if you let love someone, set them free, if right. they come back to you there, you know, that sort of bullshit. Our lovely right? breakup date. And then, yeah, we planned a date. I took you to, to Stratford Festival and we had a picnic lunch. Remember? Yeah. We bought each other gifts. I bought you a tie. What did I buy you? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember? Well, we went to go see. We went to go see um, uh, Megan Follows Romeo and, and Juliet. And Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. She looked at me in the crowd. I'm pretty sure of it. We were in the balcony. I know. It was so good. Front row. <laughs> 
She, no, it was good. It was a, it was a beautiful day, all in all, except for we broke up at the end of it. But we planned to. That was the whole plan from the beginning. With. Yeah, it was, it was bitter, the happiest, sweet, br- happiest breakup party that that's ever been had ever. Like we it was, never really broke up. Tell me what other eighteen-year-old kids do that? Like go through the. Oh, we're so mature. We did. Uh, is the, it mature? We did or the right it, thing. Is it like neurotic? Is it is it like neurotic? I don't know. It's our history. <laughs> whatever. We're a couple it's of weirdos. Whatever. <laughs> right. We're a couple of weirdos. That's the that's the truth. Yeah. So then, of course, we kept in touch all through university. Right, right. So first year we were broken up, but not really broken up. I don't know. They, I don't know. Well, no, we did what we were supposed to do. We broke yeah. up. We did break up. We broke up, uh, and we were trying not to be with each other. But then we kept talking on the phone and kept uh, in touch. And then you know we kept getting dr- drawn touch. back. <laughs> we just kept being drawn, drawn back to one another. <laughs> and that was what happens. Hey, I got a, I got an idea, Jane. What? Um, why don't we do feedback? We got feedback. <laughs> feedback. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's feedback, we got feedback is brought to you by amazon.com and amazon.ca. You know what to do. Go on the website, live from the dutch hall.com and click on the Amazon banner to support the show. And support our friends for VG Meets, or you can donate by pay- pay- PayPal. That's the advertising. That's it. That's it. And let's get into feedback, everybody. So we'd like to welcome our listeners this week from Montreal, Quebec, Lexington, Kentucky, Orangeville, Ontario, Cambridge, Ontario, Brantford, Guelph, Camrose, Alberta, and Tehran, Albania. Thank you for all the listeners this week. Albania. Yeah, we also had one from Sweden, but I didn't say the city in Sweden. It was just generic Sweden. But uh, yeah, we're filling in the map. We're filling in the globe uh, every week a little bit. We're getting uh, some some nibbles. Yeah, we got some new Twitter followers this week and Facebook listeners. Again, some of them international. So it was. Uh, it's always good to have people um, that you find out that are that are finding you. Yeah. And if you'd like to, please come and, and uh, send me a message. Let me know. Go on iTunes and give me a rating. Um, and feedback if you can or just uh just send me an email at live from the dutch hall gmail.com and and let me know what you think so we can help to, to make the show better yeah it's nice seeing the same city show up week after week and then you know that they're catching on and listening to multiple episodes so we do appreciate every week everybody tuning in to listen hopefully we can keep making it better for you we do have we're working on some shows coming up i'm working on doing another ryan vandebush episode we're getting him to do another hockey episode where we talk about his career in the NHL and life afterwards. And uh, I'm really excited because we had him in for the third show. And uh, this time we're going to, uh, and I sucked. Like, I wasn't as good as I, you know, I was, I'm getting a little bit better to this point. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to uh, do it again when I'm not so nervous and I've got uh, a little bit more uh, legs under me that I can, I can be more comfortable with them and actually get to the stuff I wrote. Cause I had a bunch of jokes I wrote and we had the rapid fire questions to get to. And we, Ended up doing one or two of them because they weren't rapid fire at all. They were yeah, the long, yeah. long form questions. Yeah, are you try- <laughs> Well, <laughs> practice makes perfect. Maybe we should never call it rapid fire. I just say it's a list of questions, and we just list. We we ask ten questions, and it takes us an hour because we keep going. You're, into you're it. so interested, and then the, you spin off. It's a spin off, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna try to make it a little bit more. Uh, 
a little bit uh, looser than the last time we was in, which is a great show, by the way, and it's our highest rated episode, actually. So it's uh, it would be nice to try to do it again. You should call it. Let's get off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's so much going on this time of year because it is the time of year where everybody's kids go back to school and everybody's kids get back into their a- their activities for yeah. the fall, get into hockey, hockey or hockey, dance, hockey, or yeah, music or whatever is your whatever is your poison, and. Uh, so uh, we have to try to work out schedules. But the other thing, when the colder weather comes in, people are more are more likely to be able to come to the Dutch Hall. So we should get some uh, some guests booked well in advance coming in the near future. I'm hoping so. And we are working on a couple of uh, live dates to that. Hopefully, we'll be, be able to tell you about soon too. So lots going on at live from the Dutch Hall. Thanks for all for listening. Uh, feedback every week we get. Uh, feedback from all of you last week was uh, another show with dave charters what do we call it? the important show and uh the feedback has been mostly um it was been positive again i haven't got any really negative feedback uh, uh we got some good feedback from one guy that said uh you know it's a good show when um you think it just got started and it's over and so that's good to hear. And because uh, Dave and I both felt we kind of mailed it in, it wasn't a really strong show for us. And then uh, when you listen back, it was there, there was a lot we talked about. It turned out pretty good. Well, that's the thing that for me, I always like listening because I sometimes I have the opportunity to be listening on the show or be a part of the show. And then it's so different when I get to actually just listen to the show as a listener after right, it's right. been done. And I always find it interesting. Just because I get to see, like, oh, where is this conversation going to take them? And, and, uh, well, you're living it right now. You're living, well, I know, really but know. it's, the, I didn't tell you what we were going to talk about, really. No, no, that's on the fly. And then you, I, I always get worried because I'm like, how the heck is this going to be interesting? Have you ever been nervous on this show? No, actually, because I've just kind of, you just jump in. You just were like, what the hell? You got to go into it like a, a warm bath, though, because you had you had watched a few shows. Yes. Well, and, exactly. And then you got more, by the time you actually some did Some people take, get so stressed. Right. And uh, no, it's just like, okay, whatever. Pete will lead the show. It'll be fun. It'll be good. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, the, the listener of the week. We should name the listener of the week. The reason I name I'm naming this week's listener of the week is because um, he said he did a good burn on Charters on Facebook. We put the picture out nice. from the important show. Poor Charters. And he said his comment was something like, uh, "Dave is pretty hard. You know, he is pretty hard to look at." So then I knew he was listening to the show because I always am razzing Dave about being unappealing to the eye. And uh, so this week's listener of the week is Ryan Kip from Ryan Kip, right? Where is it? There we go. Hey. Ryan, thanks for listening to Live from the Dutch Hall. I probably haven't seen Ryan Kipp. He's a, I went to high school with Ryan Kipp, and uh, I probably haven't seen him in about 20 years. So all the best. I'm, I'm happy that you can reconnect on these social media things. You know, I always hated this. I hated social media big time uh, a year ago, and now I'm just I'm starting to see the light with it. I'm starting to see the benefit of it. I had done it. I, I You're went, getting younger. Yeah, I am getting younger. I think the oldest I've ever been was 24 years old. And that's when I was just so concentrated on being a man and, uh, you know, getting everything in order, getting married and, you know, getting money and putting you through school and all the stuff you had to do, right? Yeah. And I think that was the oldest I've ever been was probably 24. And then now that we got, now I'm 40 and I and I feel like I'm probably as young as I've been in some time in a lot of ways, you know, because I 
I'm not as bound down by by all these ridiculous goals, you know. Yeah. But having know. more fun, enjoying life. Yeah, trying to trying to find some time to enjoy life. You know, you see some people around us. You know that they don't make it as far. Yeah. You, know, you never know, so you have to like try to make something of it while you're there. You're only going to make an impact once, so. Yeah. So you're trying to be younger, but it's so much richer the more experience you have, because you have more experience. Right, right. But in There's some way respects, more you're trying to be younger. Well, I don't think it is trying to be younger. I'm just, I just am younger. Mm. Like as I'm just doing, I just feel younger. You know what I mean? It's not the fact that I'm trying to be younger. I don't care. What do, what do I want to try to be like a fucking club kid? No, you know? but we are of a different ener- a generation, I guess, in terms of how we use technology, right? And so oh, yeah, you're yeah. trying oh, to... Oh, yeah, yeah, with social media, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I think I just didn't get it because I was old. Like, I think I was... Because yeah. I just... It was something new. I just didn't get in on it or whatever. I just didn't focus on it. I thought it was for housewives or young people or whatever. I just didn't... Yeah. I didn't get it. Because that's the thing. I don't. You know, like I see, I see lots of moms my age who throw, you know, there's so many first day of school pictures on Facebook and all that stuff. I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we took up, we took the pictures of our kids with our camera and we're going to put it on the computer and we're yeah. going to share those pictures with our family or whatever. And I might print them. Oh my God. <laughs> and have them in a photo album. Yeah. You are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Like I'm so not. I don't know who does that anymore. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but uh, if you did, if you took it and you didn't share it on social media, what's the point of ever taking those pictures? That's what a lot of people think. You know, like I'll just I know. show everybody at once. But I don't like it. I don't. I don't know. I put a. I every once in a while. Yeah, but I love seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I totally love seeing it, and yet for it, me, it, it it's makes... not something I do. I love photos. I really do. I love taking pictures. Right. Um. I haven't. Yeah, but I, it's not something I would do. I haven't it, chosen to do it. It seems that people don't want to even, they, it's not worth taking the picture at all unless you're going to post it, unless you're going to post it. Right. Yeah. We should do, you know what? Uh, we've got a little bit of feedback in, we got our listener of the week and our new listeners announced. We only have one more thing to do. And that is talk. my favorite. It's your favorite. It's true. Here we go. I want to memorize every single line. Of oh, that song. we're going to have lots of opportunities to memorize <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, we want to do we got big plans for our live show and it's going to involve it's going to involve a lot of, of uh, interactive singing of that song of the Hasten Dwarf theme song. It's going to be a great one. We're thinking about maybe someone gave the idea to have a bouncing ball on a, on a, <gasps> That's so awesome. Yes, on a projector screen. So we yes. we might be get this get this worked out for the live show. That uh, to warm up the crowd, we we all learn together the Haitian Dwarf theme song yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the live so live performances. That it will be sung by the studio audience. You know, yeah, it'll be good. Keep the brain working. Anti right. dementia. Uh, well, that'd be great. So I don't think I'll be that old when I'm going to be doing this thing. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be sooner than when I'm going through dementia. <laughs> the Haitian Dwarf. Uh, we all love the Haitian Dwarf. We he's been a great supporter of life in the Dutch Hall from the, since the very beginning, and this week is no exception. Haitian Dwarf gave us a review of the episode, the important show. He gave us five stars, five stars from the Haitian Dwarf, and he says, "Sometimes when I hit the Velcro wall, I soil myself a bit." Do you think there's a market out there for used dwarf thongs? So thank you very much, Asian Dwarf. Ew. 
You know, um, you know, if you asked me uh, a few years back, uh, would I think there's a market for Asian, Haitian dwarf thongs soiled With on the who? internet? Uh, I would say probably no. I mean, because because what I had, at that time I lived too much in my own head, Jane. I lived too much in my own head, and I wasn't open to the ways of the world. Now I understand that when there's when you're talking about seven and a half billion people in the world or whatever we're up to, maybe eight now, uh, you're saying that's a pretty that's a pretty vast and varied group of people that we were talking about. And in that huge uh, array of, of different personalities, I'm sure there's a certain element of the population, probably about as big as the element of the population that listens to Life from the Dutch Hall, mm. who would... <laughs> Who would have a fetish out of 7 billion would really have a thing where they can't stop thinking about soiled dwarf thongs and, uh, and they just are obsessed with it. And I think if you put out a website, soiled dwarf thongs, uh, com, I think you would probably get about as much, uh, web traffic, if not more than you would at live from the Dutch hall.com. Maybe I should have named my show soiled dwarf thongs with Pete Van Dyke, with Pete Van Dyke. What do you think? I don't know. Entre entrepreneurial opportunity. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, Haitian Dwarf, if, if nothing more, you've got my wheels turning this week. Uh, we'll be thinking very hard about whether or not we can maybe get in some sort of uh, cahoots if we can make this thing work. Ouch. If I, <laughs> my brain hurts. What? I don't know. You think that's a bad idea? <laughs> You're not going to support me? I finally found my wife's limits on so what she'll support. Yeah. And it's, my, it's the soiled... Dwarf thong business that I'm trying to cook up. Yeah, here. that's not for me. You don't think it's a good one? No, eh? no. This is like Dragon's and Den. I, eh? This I, this episode is like Dragon's Den kind of. You're like. I, the... I often fall asleep thinking about the Haitian dwarf. Do you do? Yeah. This and... is not going to be good. You know he's going to be putting this in this thing next week. Is that he's you fall asleep? And what he's going to say next? Because you know his mind. I fall in love. <laughs> You don't say don't say anything more. This Haitian dwarf doesn't need to be thinking of my wife. It's bad enough he even knows who you are. He calls he's very respectful to you on the show. I just don't want you him getting the wrong impression of where you're leading him with this stuff. He, he's a real he's a real little man with real little feelings. And if you lead him the wrong way, you know, he might oh, just get too excited. Right. Well, you know, you're a devoted family woman, Jane. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, don't get in the wrong ideas about that. <laughs> You know, he's disproportionate. He's made us know. We found a lot about the Haitian dwarf last week, and he's, he's got a... Well, and you're disproportionate, but in different ways. Oh, I don't know what you're saying with that. <laughs> Everything sounds dirty when you say it. <laughs> Everything sounds dirty, and that's why we had John. Let's end it there this week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Live from the Dutch Hall. Uh, thank you, Jane, for coming in. You've really saved my bacon again this week, and you've let me... Uh, Always a pleasure. Well, that's great. You never know where the hours can take And I you. am seriously, I am seriously super, super proud of you all the time. So I, I, I'm i happy to shoot from to show from the rooftops how, how uh, <laughs> awesome a person you are. So thanks again for coming in. And uh, thanks, guys, for... Uh, supporting the show follow me on twitter like me on facebook give me an itunes review so we can move up the itunes charts and have a few more people notice us uh help support the show by using our links or donating uh and uh and check out our selfies yeah check out our selfie and we'll uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll see you we'll see you next week bye what do you think jane 
the finger. Go fuck your selfie. <laughs>